0: Today, our guests are Dr. Frank Manthe and Pratika Devkota in the Department of Plant Science at North Dakota State University. Dr. Manthy is a professor who leads the world-class Durham wheat quality and pasta process research and is also the program coordinator of the cereal Science Program and has been at NDSU for over 25 years, while Pratika is one of his students whose research focuses on pasta. Let's hear what they have to say on this episode of Edible Experiments. Thank you both for being here today. Uh, Dr. Manthi and Pratika, we really appreciate you. Amanda and I have been looking forward to recording this pilot episode uh, for quite some time. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and jump into it and ask you the first question, Dr. Manthi. I just want you to tell us a, a little bit about your role there at North Dakota State University. What, what do you do there?
1: What do I do there? Uh, I have two roles. First is the I'm the coordinator of the Serial Science Graduate Program. And the second role is I'm in charge of the Durham Wheat Quality Pasta Processing Lab. So as as a coordinator, you know, I oversee the, really it's the academic portion of the program. And my The job as a Durham Equality Specialist is, mostly my job is to make sure to work with a Durham breeder. Okay. So my, academically, my position is very different from a traditional uh, professor at a university. My primary, My primary responsibility is to make sure that the Durham varieties that are released by the breeder have good end-use quality. And so I work very closely with the Durham breeder and with the Durham industry, the milling and pasta processing.
0: That's, Perfect. <laughs> no, that's you. great. That's it in a nutshell. Thank you. And really. I'll turn this to, to you, Amanda, if you'd like to ask the next uh, question. Yeah.
2: So uh, next question is to Prithika. Prithika, um, let's know about your research uh, at N- N- NDSU in Dr. Manthe's lab.
3: Uh, thank you. As Dr. Mantis that we are the durum and the pasta people. So my research is also based on the pasta quality. So I have the different grain, like durum, hard red spring wheat, or barley, and also the new grain, which is intermediate wheatgrass. It's not that common like the intermediate wheatgrass. Uh, it's generally people grow intermediate wheatgrass for the soil conservation, foliage productions, and the farmers are more like uh, they are more more towards the use of the product like the grain. So they wants to know the grain that produced from the intermediate wheatgrass is used for the other productions like the bread, pasta, and also other poor product. So I'm right now. I'm doing is I have the different grain and then compare the grain quality and also intermediate wheatgrass is that the grain is used for the productions are not.
0: Okay. And Dr. Manthi, what makes the School of Serial Science, what makes this stand out? Are there other programs like this, or, or is this the only one?
1: Well, there are two programs. So we are Serial Science, uh, Plant-Based Food Systems. So we don't do anything with animal uh, foods. Uh, From a cereal science point of view, the other university is Kansas State University. So, I mean, our whole focus is on cereals and cereal food systems. So that's what makes us unique.
0: And why would you encourage students to apply to this specific program?
1: Well, I've thought about that question <laughs> and I'm not sure I if they need encouraging then they probably shouldn't come here.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> if you
1: you don't go to graduate school, <laughs> graduate school there has to be a reason why you want to go to graduate school and if you want to learn if one of your goals you know the knowledge skills and abilities kind of take that from the usda you know involves cereals, then we are certainly one of the best places to come so it really depends on the student and, and like i just said What knowledge, skills, and abilities do they want when they graduate? What do they want to do? And if they're interested in cereals, uh, the cereal chemistry, functionality, your food use, then then we are certainly one of the best uh, universities to come to.
2: All right. Um, So, uh, Pratika, what has your experience with the School of Serial Science been like till now?
3: So, uh, for me, like my background, my undergrad is from the Agricultural Science. So, I have no idea about the Serial Science before I came here. So, the course design and the lab set up here, that is very like useful for me. Like I'm doing the research on my pasta, so I need to know about the pasta. So the course design and the lab experience, everything is so good. So I like it.
0: All right, Uh, exactly. Yeah, Dr. Manthi, what are some of the current projects that you're excited about that you're working on right now?
1: You know, if I could go back to the the previous (laughs) question. Sure, of course. (laughs) One of the things that makes us really unique and a lot different from just those other food science graduate programs, but one of the things that really makes us unique is our close association with agronomy, agronomists, you know, the plant breeders, You know, we have access, like in my case, with the Durham varieties, I have access to all the new uh, varieties being developed, all the old varieties. If we wanted to study, you know, varietal differences in milling or, you know, pasta processing, you know, the germplasm we have available is, it's really not available at other places. And then of course, you know, some of the, where else can you go and, and get a PhD studying how to make spaghetti? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, it, it's, it's rather unique. You know, we have a program where people spend their whole graduate career, you know, studying how to mill Durham wheat and, how to make spaghetti or test the quality of spaghetti. So, and I think that makes us very unique.
0: Okay. You have me uh, yeah. rethinking my, my graduate program. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> but,
1: and that's not, that's my program, but within the cereal science, you know, we have, you know, malting and brewing. Uh, and again, that person works with the barley breeder you have people working with right now the big thing is proteins so we have faculty working you know with your dry edible beans uh you know peas and lentils and they all work with the we have plant breeders who breed the dry beans we have plant breeders that breed for lentils and peas you know if you want to work with soybeans we have a soybean breeder you know so for all for all the major crops, you know, there is a corresponding you know, plant breeder, and along with that, I mean, all the germplasm and and you know tremendous you know resources that that are really makes us re- unique.
0: And generally, how are how are you funding these projects? Do you do a lot of joint? research with the industry then with all this accessibility? Are you applying for national grants or or what does that process look like?
1: Almost all my research is problem solving. It comes from the problem the industry has. And, And I always joke, I mean, you know, we've been eating spaghetti for forever. The Romans ate spaghetti. And even the, the, the Eucretians before that ate lasagna. So what more do we have to be studying how to make spaghetti? I mean, what's the deal here? You know, but but there are problem. There's production problems. Uh, and then there's new technology. How can we adapt that new technology? So a lot of our our focus is rather applied. My program is very applied. My program is, so North Dakota State University is a land grant university. And so we are, our focus is service. Service to the industry, service to the citizens, help them solve their problems. So so as far as funding, you know, a lot of it, but all comes from commodity groups or, you know, there's government
0: grants. Great, thank you, Dr. Manthi. I'll pass this on to you, Amanda. Okay,
2: uh, Pratika, um so uh, this you know, research project that you have, how did you choose it?
3: So uh this research project is also based on the like uh, Dr. Manthi says that the problem of the people that's facing. So Dr. Manthi gave me the idea like uh, this is uh, things like the for the intermediate wheat grass is a new crop. So the people want to know whether it is used for the pasta processing or not. So he gave me the idea like uh, how to do my research and what to do with those things. So,
2: okay. Uh, so w- what are the successes and challenges that you're facing while doing the research project?
3: Mm-hmm. uh the challenges like uh, our lab is the Durham lab, mm-hmm. and we have the things that we made for the Durham. Mm-hmm. All those, are like we can say for the first, we know the protein ash and also. But uh, for the intermediate wheatgrass, the machine is not designed for those grain and also the flour. So that's the problem right now. So I don't have the equipment that is made for the specific grain and the
0: flour. Okay. Okay. Uh,
2: Thank you. Prithika. I'll pass it on to Zachary.
0: Sure, Dr. Manthi, part of the reason that we wanted to start this podcast is to help future grad students understand how they can make their application stand out. And we're wondering what the application process looks like if somebody wants to work in your lab or or go to North Dakota State University to be in your program. What does that process look like?
1: Well, the first thing a student needs to do is is to know what they wanna do when they graduate. If you understand what you wanna do at the end point, it makes it a lot easier to talk about, to, to get the education. Going to graduate school is all about getting the knowledge, skills and abilities you need to get that first job, okay? It's about, you know, because it's a very competitive world, you have to be able to compete with with all the other people trying to get into the graduate school. And so I think that those people who have good, really good uh, applications, you know, they know what they are interested in, you know. So that when they write uh, in the application, you have to write a letter of, of purpose, you know, a person can tell if this if this is really what they want to do. In the letter of purpose, when I evaluate applications, you know, I'm looking at that letter of purpose, you know, and then how well does their interest, you know, match up with mine? So I think one of the first things they have to do is to do their homework. You know, first you have to know what it is that you're interested in, and then you find a university, you know, programs where they address those interests, and then go on the webpage, you know, and find out all the faculty in the programs and see, you know, who who's doing research that I'm interested in. You know? Because personally, I don't want to bring in somebody and then have to create that interest in the for them. I want them to come here already interested. I want them excited when they get here, you know, so that they they're already thinking about things to do, or you know, they're really. You know, I, I, this thing is so important that. That the prospective student knows what kind of work they want to do. And then, like I said, so then you go to the website, you know, so there's serial science, we have a website, we're part of the plant science department. You know, I know the website's kind of difficult to <laughs> navigate. Even I have problems navigating it, but it's worth you know, the effort look at all the different faculty, see what they're doing, see who's doing work that you're interested in. And then once you've identified that, then I would suggest that, you know, they can send an email to the faculty, you know, and just try to, in the email, don't make it just generic, okay? So I get, as a coordinator, I probably get between five and 10 inquiries a day. You know, just people asking about the program and they want details and, and they all want to know is their availability and openings and all that. And, and they express their interest in, in certain areas. But the vast majority of them are just generic, okay? And, and i love what i do it's not i mean my program when it comes to my program and my hiring people i don't want generic i want somebody with at least half the passion that i have <laughs> i want them interested you know it's a lot of so i get lots of inquiries and i try to answer them the best i can but like i said the majority of them are just kind of generic and I think I can speak for almost all the faculty members you know at all universities you know we want to bring in somebody who has the interest already and because it's all our work all our funding you know we have to write the grants we we generate the money so Getting the right person is so vital to our success. I mean, my success simply reflects all the great students I've had. You know, I couldn't, I can't do it by myself. You know, I, I depend so greatly on really good students, and you know, it's just the way the system is set up, and so it's not just let's apply to you know, 24 universities or whatever, but let's apply to universities who are doing things that you're really interested in. You know. And, and again, do your homework, look at the faculty. You know, uh, if you're already at a university, if you're getting your bachelor's degree, You know, chances are you have a library, you can do a search, and you can see what kind of papers the faculty member has published. You know, maybe read a few of the papers. That letter of intent, that email asking about information is extremely important. Then, of course, you have to apply to the graduate school. And and that's a long process. It can take a lot of time it can take a fair amount of time. And then once the graduate school accepts the applicants, then the official applicants are sent back to me. I I screen all the serial science applications. And again, I'm looking for, and I summarize them. I write a small summary for all the applicants. And then my summary goes to all the serial science faculty. And, and again, that letter of purpose in the application, I mean, I can't stress enough how important it is that the student prospective student's interest is in line with the faculty. because our our success is so dependent upon the student. I mean, it it really, We can't do it without the student and the student can't get a degree without us. I mean, we are very dependent on each other. And then realize how competitive the process is. So at North Dakota State University in plant science, we require that the faculty provide a graduate research assistantship to all their students okay and that all costs money and all that money comes from grants you know so sometimes there are students i would really like to have i just don't have the money i don't have an opening you know so when they're re- they get their rejection letter you know they shouldn't feel bad it's just maybe there's just no opening and i would say the majority of the time students are quote rejected because there's no available assistantship so it, yeah. yeah so that's so understand the competitiveness you know in any correspondence with with a faculty member i mean stress the 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 things you have in common you know, how you might be able to help. I'm just going to say it's been your life dream to work with pasta because, honestly, who in the right mind all their life has dreamt about working on <laughs> pasta? Who even knew you could work on pasta? You know, so there's got to be some other reason, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting off track
0: there. No, no, that that's really insightful. And I, I really appreciate you taking your time to explain that. And something that I learned when I went through grad school is that, yes, the advisor or the the PI really is making that investment and it has to be a partnership and they have to see that passion and there's all this competition and, and to not feel, you know, beat down if you get rejected it, to not give up. So I think the insights you gave were really helpful.
1: Yeah, don't give up. And yeah, it's a very competitive world, and it's it's an internationally, globally competitive mm-hmm. world. I mean, we we live in a global world, and and it's very competitive. And if you're rejected, you don't take it negatively. You know, chances are very likely it's just uh, most of the time it just isn't funding.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Dr. Manthi. I'll, I'll turn this to you, to Ma- Amanda for the next question.
2: Pratika, what was the application process like for you? How did you find um, Dr. Manthi's lab and pursue the opportunity to become a part of it?
3: So for me, um, after my undergrad, I was searching, like I, I was planning for the things I want to do for my master's degree. Like after after the graduations, I just make a list like the things that I, uh, I want to do. So after that, as I'm an international student, I have to deal with the things like I have to give the international language test like the TOEFL and also the GRE for to be qualified for the applications in US. So um, after that, I decided I gave those exams and applied for the university, and I was looking for the university that I wanna go. So I found that um, the North Dakota State University is providing the educations for the serial science and I wanna do that. So and for choosing the advisor, I was going through the page of the NDSU and I found out that Dr. Mantis is there. And I looked the paper of the Doctor Mantis org and the things that he was doing and that made me so interested in the pasta quality and I just emailed the doctor Mante, like I was so I am so interested in your lab. Said, is there is any assistance available right now, then I wanna do. So, and he replied me back, what make you to be on my labs? He sent me some questions and I reply on that questions. and after that, I he says, Okay, just apply your for the graduate school, then we'll see. And the graduate school. Send me the letter that you are accepted for our program, sir. So, and I was so excited, and even Doctor Mateo, oh, I got the acceptance mm-hmm. from there. Um, so that's all how I got. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, that's great.
3: Prithika, mm-hmm. tell us
2: how many lab members do you have um, at present?
3: Uh, right now, I uh, we have the four students. Two of them are from masters and two of those are from pre-SD, including me. So,
2: yes. And what are the major uh, experiments done in your lab?
3: Uh, Majorly, we test the quality of the grain and also the pasta, like the durum quality. And we have the semi-commercial extruder. We make the pasta spaghetti there and we cook. uh, We do the cooking quality taste, and so the flower taste, all those things. All right. Yeah, exactly,
0: you can go ahead. Sure, we just have a a final question here for for both of you. Um, Mm -hmm. Dr. Manthi, is there any other advice that you would give to incoming students or or students looking for graduate opportunities? You gave some really good advice about that personal letter and not giving up, but but anything else uh, that you would like to end on?
1: Not not really. I mean, it, it all comes down, it comes down to matching interest to, I mean, I, I guess when I talk to students, what I, I always say, I mean, why are you here? Even once they're here, I ask them, why, why are you here? You know, you must have had a dream. What is your dream? You know, I want to hire someone who has a dream, okay? I'm not going to make the dream come true, but I can facilitate the opportunity for them to learn, and I sound like a broken record, The knowledge, skills, and abilities that they need, so their dream, so they can realize their dream. So, I mean, have a dream, if you, you have to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, do not go to graduate school. If your dream is to go to graduate school, that is not, that can be a dream, but that's not a dream that your advisor is gonna be thrilled about. And sometimes I think that is the primary goal is, the, the primary dream is to go to graduate school And then they dream about how much fun they're gonna have in graduate school and they get to do research and and all that. But that's not the purpose. The purpose of graduate school is to learn. When you go to graduate school, you can do anything. You can learn. You will never have a better opportunity to learn whatever it is you wanna learn, you know? And that's why you don't wanna squander you know your opportunity, or when you do go to graduate school, you want to know what you want to learn and talk to your advisor. And, and like at, at North Coast State University, we're still small enough; you can do anything. But if the university's large enough. We have all the fancy machines you could ever dream of. I mean, we got. Because we have all these, we have polymers and coatings department. We got departments of computer science. You want to do robotics? You want the polymers and coatings? We used to work with them a lot. They have atomic force microscopy, where you can look at the 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 three dimensions of of the surface of a molecule. You know what I mean? And we've had students that do that 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 study. You know the that surface chemistry, not just the out the, the big visual, but they you can study, you know, that the topography of, of the chemistry. Uh, you can do anything. We have a chemistry department that's world, has fantastic uh, facilities, and like I said, we're still small enough that they will allow you under their supervision to use some of the most sophisticated fancy equipment. And even as a program, I mean, we have, if you love chemistry, we have all the, we've got more analytical equipment than you can even imagine. I mean, uh, it's,
0: I guess, anyway, I
1: don't know. You gotta have a dream. You you start with a dream, okay? Don't don't apply and then hope you get a dream when you're here. I mean, as a young person, I hope you're dreaming. I hope you've been dreaming all your life. I wanna hire a dreamer. I want somebody with creativity. That's, what do I really want? I want someone who has a lot of creativity who thinks, who dreams big and is not afraid to fail. I want you to fail in my lab. I want you to break my equipment. I want you to do all the stupid stuff you can possibly think. You know why? Because that's where the new knowledge comes from. New knowledge doesn't come from following standard operating procedures or doing it the the same way that the other graduate student did before you, no, I. It's the this is I. We want the people who have the big dreams, you know, willing to take a risk. You know, maybe not all advisors. You know, and I'm not thrilled when my equipment gets broken, <laughs> but you know what? I don't freak out. I mean, because and I say it all the time. I would rather you break my equipment, you know, and learn from that than to get the, your dream job. You know, in two weeks in your dream job, you know, you break the, the MS, QTOF, you know, blah, blah, blah sophisticated <laughs> equipment, and, and everybody is bad at you. If you're gonna break it, you're gonna clog, you know, the columns, you're gonna do something stupid, Do it in my lab and, but learn from it. You know, the dream. I can't have a dream. You gotta have a dream. Start with the dream, then figure out what you need to know, what knowledge, skills, and abilities you have to have, you know, and then find a university, you know, where they teach those things. Creativity. That's so big. I need creative people. I want to be around creative people, people who think off the wall. I mean, I got a grant. I just sat down just for the fun of it. I said, okay, I'm going to write a grant and and the grant's going to be about, you know, creating a new way of measuring, you know, pasta dough uh, properties. And I came up with three of the craziest ideas ever. (laughs) And I, most of those ideas came from civil engineering. The other thing is read everything, read. read. I read, I look at civil engineering, mechanical engineering, engineering has a lot of, uh, we can learn so much in the food systems, you know, and then read all the trade magazines. What are the problems? And so I picked up three tests that they use in civil engineering, and they are the goofiest test ever. And I wrote a grant and I didn't think they'd fund it. And they funded it. Why? Because they, they the reviewers said they loved it. It was so new and refreshing. It was. It's so crazy, it might work. I mean, it's just, and I mean, I didn't think they are gonna fund it. I just wrote it just for the fun of it. And now I'm stuck, I gotta do the work. <laughs> 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 but I mean, that's not the thing. What else do we look for with students? Are you aware of the world around you? You know, do you know, you know, what are the challenges in the food systems in, in, or cereal science? You know do you know anything about sustainability you know or regenerative agriculture? you know what about you know the water supply world water supply being a good world citizen you know and then how can we take those concerns you know and make better spaghetti?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Manthi. And I'll, I'll let you ask the last question here, Amanda.
2: The um, last question?
0: Oh, it, basically, it's this, the same question to you, Pratika. Oh. What, what advice uh, do you have? You know, if somebody, you, you know, this was really recent for you. You were just in these mm-hmm. shoes. You know, if you could go back in time, what mm-hmm. advice would you maybe even give yourself when applying uh, to grad uh, school?
3: Like... If you are really interested in one programs or one things, just do for it, go for it. So don't take a chance, like don't miss a chance to go do it.
0: Thank you for that. Well, any any final words uh, from you, Amanda, as we wrap things up?
2: Uh, No, just I think it was like fun um, talking to both of you and I to go to NDSU and uh, Dr. Manthea program coordinators, yeah, I'm so thankful that you came to this uh, episode, and also to you, Prithika. and thanks, Zachary, for uh, for joining me with this idea.
3: Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, I'm, thank you. I, I'm really glad we got together. Thank you guys so much for being part of our, our pilot thank episode. You,
3: Jeff, and thank you, Amanda, for having us. Thank
0: you both. You. Great. Yeah, for Perfect. Perfect. Both of us. See you guys.